Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, and uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, technology and review, and uh, we've we've got uh, the co-founder and managing partner of of Intelligender. Uh, It is the world's first home kit uh, for finding out uh, the gender of your baby, if you can imagine that. 80% 80% accuracy during the first trimester before sonogram. I am speaking to none other than Teresa Garland. How are you, my dear? I'm outstanding. Thank you so much. How are you? I am great. And speaking of outstanding, what an incredible uh, piece of work uh, and technology you and your uh, business partner, um, Rebecca Griffin, I believe it is, yes. uh, has, has put together um, that has empowered moms to be all over the world. Well, thank Walk you so much. Me, you're very welcome. Walk me through uh, and take me back and walk me through the beginning of this because neither one of you guys are doctors or scientists. You are uh, moms. <laughs> yes, first and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost, you are moms. First and foremost, we are moms, you know, but... Seeking information. <laughs> it is key information. It really, really is, and we have leveraged that over the last six years, believe me. Um, you know, surprisingly enough, this whole thing started over a lunch conversation one day, and... Um, you know, Re- Rebecca has a gaggle of kids, is what I call them. She's got four of them, all under 13. And, um, you know, I have my own. Two are out of the house, and then one, you know, that that we, uh, they both go to school together. But, you know, we have joint interests, and, and we were friends. And we were just visiting about how she just couldn't believe how obsessed she was to try to find out you know, the gender of the babies when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it, and I said, you know, I, I, can't, I can't believe nobody has developed anything yet and put it on the market that would tell you that, you know, before you have a sonogram, because that's like at a 20, you know, you can get them in 18 weeks to 20 weeks is a typical time frame. And, um, it, you know, whoever did that first, who got there first, I mean, it was just going to be a great niche to fill because, you know, you don't come across opportunities too much today right. where there's something new. Sure. And, you know, it was just that simple. We we just had that conversation and um, said, well, why don't we... Why don't we go off and just kind of do some due diligence? Surely there's been some research done. I mean, there's all kinds of gender myths out there. You know, we certainly aren't the first women that have ever wanted to know what we were having as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just something that's innate in 
every woman, really, I think they're just curious. Whether they find out or not, they're still just kind of that innate curiosity, right? Of course, of course. And it's global. We have figured out, and we knew it, but since we've been in the business, it's it's such a a common bond and, you know, just this, just this feeling and this experience that every pregnant woman goes through no matter where they live in the world. And um, we went out and just started some due diligence, went out and found some research, even back from the 50s that had been done. There had been a lot of testing, especially around urine-based testing. Well, talk and, to me about that. What kind of due diligence did you do? I mean, because, I mean, you know, this is a twofold kind of uh, conversation where, one, we're talking about, uh, you know, technology and, and, and uh, you know, coming up with something that's, that's fantastic. The other part, of course, is uh, coming up with something that, that moms uh, are to be all over the world uh, want to uh, experience and didn't know they could. Um, so there are a lot of women who will be listening to this interview and want to know your process uh, of, of launching uh, not just a company, but doing your due diligence to create a new technology. Uh, and and, and what, what was that like? What does that, how did that look? Well, you know, Today, in today's age, I mean, the technology is is a perfect topic for this because we have all the information we could possibly want at our fingertips through our computers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, my husband and I talk about it often because it really is unfathomable. And we just, whatever question we have, either over dinner or whatever, we go, well, you know, shoot, I'm going to go home and look that up. I'm going to Google it. You know, even that's become a common word. You know, sure, you're going sure. to Google something. And and even five years ago, that's six years ago when we started the company, that's what we did. We just went mm-hmm. in, two things we did. We went in and we did tons of research through the Internet. You just type in keywords, all kinds of combinations of keywords, and you just get pages and pages. You know, gender prediction tests, gender myths, mm-hmm. finding out a boy or girl. And all of these things started popping up. And Seriously, you find these things all the way back into the 50s and the 40s when you really allow yourself to dig. And um, it, it was very exciting to us because we knew then that we, you know, there was definitely an interest. There has, there was definitely something to it. And really what we had as an advantage that I think those that had done previous research and, um, uh, you know, did their own tests, did their own lab tests, were that, you know, we have technology available to us now to even launch companies. So mm-hmm. we we use the Internet to its fullest extent. And the second thing is that we did, we used our, really, our just our family, friends, you know, the neighbors, you know, um, to start making phone calls. We knew that we had to find a scientist to, to help us do this. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I worked in a you know, for a large global accounting firm, and she was in professional and commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. So we knew we were going to have to fill that in. And, and it was as simple as making a few phone calls to our own network, and they say, well, I, I can't help you but try these two people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you make that warm introduction, well, I got your name and number from so-and-so, and they suggested that I call you. And then, well, then they're very interested. They they want to help. It's just amazing how people want to help, and they're interested in your own idea and what they can do to contribute along the way to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And 
that's all that's all we did. We got on the phone and started making phone calls and eventually we found um a gentleman here who is now our manufacturer. He was local, so we didn't have to, you know, try to do anything long distance. Oh, who was that? Yes, it's very cool. I know we do live in the DFW area, you know, so we, you know, it's a it's a big community. Mm-hmm. But um, we, he said yes, I would love to talk more. We went we went and met with him, and he loved the idea. He had his own company uh, where he had his own products and uh, had his own lab. He private labeled for other people. He manufactured for other people. And so he had the background to help us understand exactly how we needed to get from point A to point B to get a product developed. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, then it becomes whiteboarding and um, testing. And, you know, the testing was was an interesting part because we have to go off and find sources, you know, pregnant women. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we decided the initial step we would try to do that and secure our... We call it solution, but it's really, you know, it's pregnant urine, and but we call it solution on the, mm-hmm. you know, internally. And mm-hmm. we went to the mall. We went to the mall and started, you know, tracking down pregnant women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. security guards locate us, um, you know, and escorted <laughs> us out after the first hour. But it, you know, it, that's how it all started. Wow. We just were dedicated and focused and 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 brainstormed our own way through this. Well, of course, you would, did you uh, get uh, attorneys involved to protect your your idea, or did you know of that, or how did that part work? Well, we we did that a little later in the game. Once we realized that we had, you know, a viable formula and that it was working, we did, once again, through a phone call, a friend uh, had a... Um, a contact and um, an attorney, an IP attorney, and she was working from her home. She had left the corporate world and was just working for, from her home because she wanted to spend more time with her family as well. And um, she helped us. She helped us put that together and protect it. And I do think that that's one of the key things that um, you know you need to be aware of that when you're moving so quickly. And you want to move quickly. You don't want to get caught up in the I can'ts. Um, you still do need to kind of think about the what I don't know and how that mm-hmm. can come back mm-hmm. later. Um, so anybody starting off, I think that any any entrepreneur starting off needs to really think about a risk management plan. And you, you don't know what you don't know. And mm-hmm. it's so important to find people that have kind of been in the trenches already that can help you identify what you don't know sure, and put plans around it. Sure, that makes sense. So you had the six degrees of separation in terms of the network that basically uh, you had a uh, company and a prototype and uh, 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 scientists and everything, everything that you needed to launch this idea. That's incredible. It really is, and I think that that is my message to anybody trying to start out. It's not that you have to, you know, feel that anything is so big that you have to reach out to, you know, people, you know, across the country, or it's kind of cold calls, right? You know, you're there's you have people around you that are so close, and then just 
getting to their network and their network, it makes it much warmer, and you'll be surprised at really how close the people, the resources that you need to get things going are to you. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, so you decided to launch this um, uh, on the web. I mean, did you have a, a marketing plan or a strategic idea of how you wanted to introduce this to the market on a large scale? Uh, our initial plans, quite frankly, the the first goals we we were just going to be an internet based company. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's as big as we saw it, to be honest. And we launched our internet side, and we're so excited when we got our first order. I mean, it took us all day to fill that first order. It, you know, we kind of jumping up and down. Uh, <laughs> it was really amazing. It took us all day. I'm not exaggerating. It was an all day process for that one order. But we knew at that time that we, you know, when the one order came in, it was like, oh my goodness, this is this is amazing. And that's really all we saw. And our whole strategy was around um, Google AdWords. You know, and and putting those campaigns together, um, you know, picking your, you know, the keywords and gender prediction test is kind of where we landed. And there weren't a whole lot of people competing in those keywords, right? Mm -hmm. They were kind Mm -hmm. of new. So um, that's kind of how we started spreading the word was just through Google ads that, you know, would pop up if somebody just happened to be, you know, searching on how do I, you know, predict the gender of my baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So drive them to our website. This is amazing. So this, so you launched this thing uh, in November 2006. Correct. And yes, we sold our first test on the internet. That's correct. Okay, okay, and and you've sold over 500,000 of these things worldwide. Actually, we're about million? seven seven fifty now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, we have really been uh, rocking and rolling, and um, so so going from our first sale on the internet to mass production was uh, quite a trip. Uh, we had to do it quickly. We we got our first um, large order. Well, let, let me kind of give you the history of how we moved up. Okay, so we sure. started off with the internet, and then we decided a great place for us to go is where else do pregnant women show up? Well. Maternity stores, right? Clothing. So we found just our local boutiques around the area, and we would go and approach the owners. You know, they might have a single store, or they might have a couple of stores, and um, you know, we would provide them maybe with some pre free product, and and they loved the idea. So we initially got started in boutiques. And the boutiques grew from just being here to it started growing across the country. So we would have women that owned boutiques call us and say, gosh, I would love to sell your kit in my store. Mm -hmm. And um, that's how our initial growth kind of started to take place. Then we moved into kind of a local regional grocery chain in South Texas called H-E-B, and they had about 300 stores, and I met with the buyer, made a trip, called him up, cold called him, and called him up, and he loved the idea, and we went and met with him, and he said, sure, let's let's make this happen, and all of a sudden now, we were in, you know, a retail distribution. Um, We were still kind of doing everything manually, everything was, Mm -hmm. you know, was taking a long period of time. But that kind of got us launched into going to 
shows, large shows where the big guys come and visit and mm-hmm. make new mm-hmm. products. And they buy in bulk, of course. They buy in big bulk. <laughs> we got our first order from Walgreens was the first big chain to take us in, and we were mm. on the shelf in March of 2009 with Walgreens. And then Amazing. shortly thereafter, CVS, and they followed. But to go, you know, from your 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 Internet base and your small boutiques where you can kind of keep up with that production versus where you have to really do it mass and you have to automate it, that was a whole other level of growth in the company that uh, was a very um, difficult and other resources had to come in and help us do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to design a machine, and we needed, you know, engineers to kind of help with that process. Wow. And, um, and our company, uh, you know, the, the, the gentleman who was helping us develop the product and was manufacturing it for us anyway, well, of course, he had ties to that. So he helped us through that process as well. So, um, you know, it wasn't hearing, we were kind of starting over is- again. Yeah, what I'm hearing is a very, very beautiful thing. What I'm hearing, underneath all of the things that you had to learn uh, after you jumped, both of you jumped and grew your wings on the way down, uh, what I'm hearing is is that just start. Just start. Just do it. You're not going to know all of the little ins and outs, but they're going to come. But if you did all of this thinking ahead of time, you'd never launch. You would never launch it. That's really where analysis or paralysis by analysis comes into play. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And you just, you analyze yourself to death and you what if yourself to death and you don't know this, you don't know this. Well, just act on what you do know and you know more than you think you know. Sure. Um, give yourself credit for just common sense and um, and things will start getting done. And if you get one thing done, then two other things show up that need to be done that are just in a natural sequence, right? So it just kind of becomes an evolving uh, path that begins to unfold in front of you. Now, I will tell people that when that starts happening, you think you know where that path is taking you, Mm-hmm. But you're going to come into some turns and detours along the way, but at least you're moving down the path. That's the key thing is just just go. Just take Well, let's that talk step. about that. You, what are some of the things that you went up against? Because uh, I'm sure, <clears throat> you know, whenever there's a great idea and there are experts in that particular field who didn't think of the idea, they probably would hate on you because they look at you and say, well, you girls are not uh, professionals, you're not doctors or research scientists, how dare you, such and such. What was, what was some of the backlash or pushback that you received uh, coming up and, and going along? It's really, um, that has been, uh, for me personally, I, I can't speak for Rebecca or, you know, anyone else in the company that's been with us since the get-go, but for me personally, I think that was the most um uh, learning that I went through is that as many people as you have out there, especially in a consumer's products market and you're entering something brand new for the first time, as you've explained, mm-hmm. that as many people as are out there that want to help, you will find as many people out there that 
don't want to help and actually mm-hmm. have alternative, alter, you know, ulterior motives. A malicious agenda, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do, and uh, it was it, it that has been very difficult. We've, you know, I've I've developed some new friendships with legal counsel that I wish I didn't have to, but you've mm-hmm. got to be prepared for that, and. You know, the first controversy, of course, that we came across was just the nature of our product as a gender prediction, and it's pregnancy-related, and, and um, you know, we, we, we value and we appreciate and respect everyone's opinion about our product, but the whole goal we had always had was to provide a fun, affordable pre-birth experience for women mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. they had a sonogram. They're just so anxious. But you have folks that might, you know, um, view that differently, that maybe there would be things or, you know, emotional decisions made based upon the results of the test. Um, you know, we've, we've had uh, folks come in and challenge, um, you know, challenge our IP. We've had folks try to, uh, on an international basis, take our IP. Uh, so it it has been a very rich learning experience in both positive aspects of business and the negative aspects of business. It's very, you know, it's balanced. That's why I say early on, and I do think that you have to put that risk management in plan, it's a balance, right? You don't want to over, um, you know, compensate for risk, but you need to think about that risk and, and mm-hmm. have some level of a high plan put around it. First, so you, so you're a little bit prepared, and not you're not in a reactive mode on the backside. Sure, so you're not completely overwhelmed when it happens. And if you have something that could possibly be a million dollar idea, um, yeah, you're gonna have to do that. You are gonna have to do it. And believe me, when we first started out, we did not have those kinds of numbers in our mind at all. Sure. But as it started to unfold that way, you become more visible in the public eye. Uh, not just because you're selling your product, but, but well, really, because you are selling your product. You know, it's represented mm-hmm. everywhere, and that's a mm-hmm. great thing. You're marketing it, and and your presence is out there, and that's that's wonderful. But it's also going to bring, you know, it's also going to bring in critics and those that that might not appreciate your success. That you've got to, you know, you've got to have a few of those fences built up to help defend. Well, another point I'd like to bring up, I don't know if it occurred with you, because uh, it's different for different people, but uh, you uh, went uh, from uh, a, a moderately uh, successful lifestyle to uh, an uber-successful <laughs> lifestyle. How did we, we know about some of the external um, threats and... and, and uh, uh, what we call, you know, uh, haterade that that was bestowed upon you. What about internally? Did, what, how did you change, as well as your close friends and family members change, as a result of the success of this business? Well, uh, that's a that's a fabulous question, and um, you. Um, you know, I will I will say that my husband made the leap and he became he came to work for the company full time so he left his successful career because when we went mass market we, we you know this this was really real right and um we needed full time dedicated resources and so mm-hmm. he left his job and came over 
And so that that what definitely was his skill set for competency? What did he do? He is, uh, and thank goodness, it has been an unbelievable blessing. His background, he's IT. And so mm. he he is a logistics guy, manufacturing software guy. He's been in software his his whole life, and um, so he understood the uh, you know the supply chain aspects of this, how mm-hmm. it comes from taking an order to processing an order to filling you know manufacturing, getting it to the warehouse, warehousing to you know the distribution, the whole thing, and then integrating these systems for, you know, electronic data interchange. I mean, you've mm-hmm. got to, the, you know, the big guys expect that. So his background was absolutely perfect to help get all of that infrastructure set up. And so what that created in my house was all of a sudden we had, you know, two separate companies and lives and successes, and then all of a sudden we're brought together, working together seven, basically seven days a week at this point. Wow. And, um, you know, that changes a dynamic quite a bit in, um, you know, in a house when, mm-hmm. all of, you know, you, you're, you're married, you're married and you have your success, but now all of a sudden you have to, you're working together every day to run the business and you're making well, money, you know. How, how did that work out for you too? How long well, have you guys been married? We have been married, uh, in next year will be 20 years, so we've been wow. together a long time. Okay. Um, and absolutely best friends, truly. I mean, he's my soulmate. Mm-hmm. But it certainly changed some dynamics. When you all of a sudden start working with your spouse, you know, you see them in lights that you haven't necessarily seen, and you're comfortable mm-hmm. in your relationship, so you kind of... You know, you know, you might debate a little bit differently with your spouse mm-hmm, in a business mm-hmm. meeting than you would with, you know, another cohort. Sure. So that dynamic came into play, and we love to debate. I think that's where you get good answers is is good solid debate. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and we did it all the time, but it, we also ended up then carrying it over after hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, you really have to focus on that. If it ends up anybody stepping out and your spouse or or a close personal friend, as Rebecca, we're all now working together day to day in this in growing this business that is you know, generating some cash and, um, you know, demanding our attention, strategic decisions to grow and how to grow international demands. You know, you have to really be focused and understand what's going on in in those relationships so you don't, you don't just blow up and, and, and let the emotional side take over. You still mm-hmm. have to maintain, you know, the the left side of the brain, try to keep that in control as much as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so let, let's talk about uh, this, this uh, Feedom product uh, in Uh So what happens uh, when uh, you – how does a woman use, say, the, you call it your solution? What does she do? How does it work? And then what are the, what are the colors uh, that uh, differentiate uh, a boy from a girl? Um, it, uh, the woman, when she opens up her kit, she'll she'll find the test kit in it, and it's got a label on it um, that one side has um, kind of a dark, smoky green color, and on the other side, uh, the band kind of at the bottom, dark, smoky green, and the other half of the band is 
uh, orange, yellowish uh, colors. And it says boy or girl on one side. If it's boy, it's the greenish, smoky greenish color. And if it's girl, it's the um, orange or the yellow. So she'll take her urine uh, through a syringe that we provide. So she'll capture her urine and then insert that into the top of the kit um, with the syringe and swirl it and then sit it down, and in five minutes, whatever color the urine is will predict, does predict the boy or the girl. So it's all a color metric, it's all a color metric um, test. Incredible, absolutely incredible. So how pregnant does uh, the mother-to-be need to be uh, before this works? Ten weeks, or Just six weeks. weeks, we say uh, six weeks after your first missed period. So when, you know, after you've missed your your menstrual cycle, then, you know, you're assumed to be four weeks pregnant. So we say okay. six weeks after your first missed or ten weeks. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, this this has an 80% accuracy. What, um, what can mothers, you know, is there a way to throw this test off in terms of chemical imbalance in the mother or what have you? What are some of the... Uh, precautionary things that, that mothers want to do, uh, pre-moms, I should say, want to do uh, prior to taking the test? Yeah, we want to make sure uh, they use first morning urine. That's always very important. As, as it was, you know, in your early EPT test, that's really where, you know, hormones in the body are the most concentrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to make sure they're not on um, any antibiotics and that they abstain from having uh, intercourse for 48 hours. We want to just really keep that as pure as possible, uh, you know, to help give the most accurate result. It's really important to follow the the instructions. And, you know, when we did our lab test, so we've had, we did our own lab tests, of course, when we were developing the product, and they were mm-hmm. just over 90% accurate. And we've had independent tests done as well um, in Australia and Mexico, and they were over 90% accurate. But what we found is that when we get out to the real world, and we hand the kit over to the consumers across the country and across the world, and they're doing it on their own. They don't necessarily always follow the instructions, Some, you know, and they don't always read it really the way it's supposed to be read because sometimes mm-hmm. they read it with their heart mm-hmm. and not their eyes. So they're really wanting a little girl or a little mm-hmm. boy, mm-hmm. and they are really working to see another color. So, and you know, it's funny too. We've had ladies that just can't wait to take it in the morning, and we've gotten pictures, believe it or not, emailed to us of the kit on the dashboard in the parking lot. Oh my God, how cool is that? That's so exciting. I, I just could not wait. I mean, that's just part of it. Just could not wait. So she, I guess it was. I, I don't know. We didn't. We didn't really ask her how it got there. But she wanted to know what the results were, and we get all kinds of different pictures like that. It's really a fun, fun business to be in. To, I mean, this is the most incredible journey a woman can take, and it's. Sure. We live here every day. It's really. We live vicariously through them. Really, we just love it. Now, is there a, uh, you know, I just thought about it. It's not just moms, uh, uh, first moms to be. This is, this would work with multiple uh, pregnancies. Uh, oh, we've and, had women that have come back and t- taken them three years ago and are are taking them again. Oh, yes, we've got repeats. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, talk to me about ultrasound. Are they, uh, you know, uh, 
are they necessary as a result of this, or what what is your what is your take on that? Oh, the old you know ultrasounds are um, the, you know that is you know the doctor's determination that's really in the relationship between you know the mom and her doctor and you know the, the prenatal care is really what that sonogram is all about. Um, they don't doctors won't do a sonogram just to determine the gender. It's all about determining the health of the baby and the development of the baby and making sure that everything is okay and it just so happens while they're doing that they can typically uh kind of you know figure out and see what uh what the gender is going to be and mm-hmm. so sonograms are are they're accurate. They're high. They're highly accurate. Ninety-seven percent, I think, maybe just a little over ninety-seven percent accurate. Um, but they're not used for that purpose. It's really mm-hmm. all about determining the health of the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have wow. ladies come back and say, you know, um, intelligender. Um, I had a fun time doing the test, but you said it was boy, and we're going to have a girl through the sonogram. And we're mm-hmm. well, we apologize for that, and um, but they've had a good time with it, and that's what that's what we wanted. And then we might get an email. I would say we've gotten probably over the last uh, five years, oh, thirty or forty of these that the sonogram ended up being wrong, and we were right. Which is always fun to read. Wow, how cool is that? Yeah, it's very cool. It's very cool. <laughs> it's so sweet. No, kind of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that's 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 ground for a good vacation and holiday. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> Make sure that gets out of the newspapers. Uh, we do. That's the a internet. great testimonial that we. Yeah, that we man, that is incredible. <laughs> so now, talk to me about IntelliCeuticals because that's uh, something else that you uh, have available on the website IntelliGender.com. What are IntelliCeuticals? Well, IntelliCeuticals are. It's it's um they're a oh um you know, kind of a suite of products that we private label. So we did not develop those. We are private labeling. Um, um, and they can be supplements or they can be um, stretch mark creams or, um, you know, helping with the baby with colic. Mm-hmm. There's about 10 to 12 of those products. And we sell those. But interestingly enough, and I'll tell you the reason that we that we went down this path is we were getting so many hits to our website that naturally in in a strategic conversation, you're like, well, we should figure out ways that we can leverage those hits Mm -hmm. into additional revenue while still staying within our mission of, you know, fun pre-birth experiences. So we developed, you know, we found a company that makes these and, and we private label them and we offer those on our website and we sell them but truly the the core of the business is still you know gender gender prediction gender mm-hmm. prediction and you have jewelry clues on here as well what is that about we just we just launched that uh two or three months ago where they're bracelets that are handmade so we have a mom here locally who hand makes jewelry with leather and beads and she will make a, a bracelet with light blue leather or light pink leather and the, you know, the, the sign of either a boy or a girl that you can wear as a jewelry clue for what the gender of your baby is. 
Oh, that's and awesome. The ladies love that, yes. So they will come back, and um, once they've bought the kit and they feel comfortable that they know what they're having, they'll come back and um, purchase a jewelry clue for other people to just kind of see, and they can ask, oh, it's, it's representative of their boy or their girl. Teresa, this is absolutely fantastic. What's what's the next phase uh, for you guys? Like, where are you now? What what are some of the challenges of the future and goals of the future? Well, we have um, actually we have a couple of products that we're working on that we're working on developing. Um, I can't go into a lot of detail on them. I I think you can understand why. Sure. But we are looking to kind of expand. You know, the SKU offerings, the SKUs that we have sitting on the retail shelves uh, in the mass distribution, uh, that, you know, so it's kind of starting over again in the development that we've gone through with GPT. Um, but but because we already have the relationship with those uh, those change, the buyers in those change and have established success with them, we would love to be able to put another product on the shelf in their shelf, um, you know, to to continue our growth, mm-hmm. and and that's the goal. So that's where that's where a lot of our efforts are going now. We also certainly enjoy developing our social media outlets that you know pregnant moms it's a wonderful community and they love to share their stories they love mm-hmm. being pregnant they love kids and family and our facebook page has just taken off it's it's a it's very interactive we have great content out there that isn't isn't anything that you would I think I haven't found it on any other company's Facebook page. We we are our social media uh director, Valerie King, is an author at heart. She's an incredible writer and she had an idea to write she writes novels too, so she manages our sites but she writes novels as well and she's releasing a chapter to a two a chapter or two a week through our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So it's about pregnancy and the struggle in a pregnancy, and the moms just love it. We um, share their birth stories. We ask them to please mail in pictures and share your birth story, and we post them. We make them our profile uh, photo, and we post their story on our Facebook page on our blog. It's very interactive. There's not a single comment that goes onto our Facebook page that we don't address and recognize because if they can take the time to interact with us, it is a wonderful opportunity and we value that and we interact back. We love it. It's a commitment we make. So it's not just a Facebook page. You know, most companies just kind of – it's a, it's a little stagnant almost, kind of like a website is stagnant. We Our Facebook page is very active and, and uh, at conversation. We have conversations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Well, thank Teresa, you so thank you so much for this incredible wealth of information. Give us the web address for, for people, to uh, for women uh, and men who want to know as well and move to their, to their uh, spouses. Uh, where can they go? Um, our website is intelligender.com. It's I-N-T-E-L-L-I-G-E-N-D dot gender dot com. And it's facebook.com backslash intelligender. And we have our own YouTube channel as well. 
So please come and check us out. If you want to chat, shoot us an email, and we always get back to everyone right away. We'd love to hear from anybody. If we can help anybody along the way, a new entrepreneur, I, I would be honored. Well, that's incredible. And uh, what I'd love to do is have you come back on the show and talk about some of the new products and services uh, and uh, just research and insights that you have uh, coming up. I I would be more than happy to. I I appreciate that invite. I've enjoyed it today. Fantastic. So so have I. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. Have a good evening. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.